Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Kathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of choice, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy Hello, everybody. You have got me bouncing around in your ears for the next few minutes. I haven't done a solo episode for ages, but today is the day. And might add, I've got a bit of hay fever going on, so uh, I hope it is all crystal clear and uh, good for you to listen to as well. I'll be sipping quietly on my water beside as the uh, antihistamines kick on in. So here we are. I'm recording this uh, at the end of 2022, and uh, I still sometimes have to look to the corner of my screen to check what month it is and to check what year it is. I usually know what day it is. So that's a good start. I'm uh, one third of the way there. But uh, there I am looking at November 2022. So the good news is if you're listening, you've made it this far and that uh, that summer horizon is on the uh, on the radar as we kind of work through these last few wonderful weeks of 2022. And what a year it has been. My goodness. There has been, you know, really, really interesting change. Uh, and we hear, you know, so such deep industry intelligence from our clients and our partners um, and other consultants and people we work with around the neighbourhood that is Australia. So, so much interesting stuff happening on a global level, uh, so much interesting stuff happening at a national federal level, so much interesting stuff happening at a state and then a local and ultimately a neighbourhood level as well where it impacts so many of our listeners as they're striving through the year, uh, delivering amazing services through their allied health businesses. So, uh, you know, there's a little bit of thinking that has to happen at uh, this end of the year. And um, I guess there's, you know, we sort of ask ourselves, albeit early than November, you know, what do we want? the next year to be? What do we want to be known for? What do we want to achieve? What do we want to do more of? What do we want to do less of? What do we want to do differently uh, in order to create the ripple that we are committed to across our our industry? Um, So I guess sharing that question with you, you know, uh, who wants 2023 to, to kind of be their best year yet? We don't like to say best year ever because, you know, we're going to leave some space on the shelf for that that one but who wants 2023 to be their best year yet and you know you want to be able to bring the highlights and the the strong powerful impactful moments of 2022 and roll them forward and uh, keep all of that good stuff and roll it forward into a, a spectacular 2023 so if you want 2023 to be different from this year and I'm sure you all you I'm sure you all do what has to happen? Like, what what do you have to be thinking about as the business owner? 
What do you have to be planning for as the business owner? What do you have to be doing for as the business owner to achieve those differences from uh, 2022 into uh, an even more vibrant, successful 2023? And it's going to start with you as the business owner, you know. Um, You know, we've so many of us have got spectacular, breathtaking, vibrant teams, but as the director, you kind of you got your hands on the on the wheel here. You're kind of steering the the ship and setting the setting the sail. So, you know, who do you have to be for the business you want uh, in the next 12 months? What team do you need in what seats to kind of drive all of that progress? And I guess ultimately, you know, what is it going to take on a collective level to shift up your business thinking and to create plans for this to happen? Um, when I I think back about, um, you know, personal phases and achievements. And when I think about business phases and achievement, um, a great year rarely happens by accident. And rather, a great year is more likely to be the result of pretty detailed planning and um, obviously a ton of blood, sweat and tears as well. So put those thoughts to you. You know, what do you want from the next 12 months? Who do you need to be for the business to achieve those results? Where does your mindset need to be? And what's it going to take to shift up all of the things to get those results you want um, so that you're very much uh, reaping the benefits of your detailed planning rather than just hoping you're doing enough to kind of stay afloat or or get the the results that you're kind of dreaming about quietly. When I... uh, First had my private practice, and I got to say, it is looking at. I'm looking at the date again. I got to say, it is exactly ten years since I sold my practice. It was November uh, in 2012. Um, so yeah, a bit of a milestone. A bit of a milestone. And what I was going to say was, back in the early days when I had my private practice, I got better and better at doing the planning for the next year earlier and earlier and earlier. And I must admit, my personal preference is to actually do the planning across a financial year because that just seems to have good solid goalposts on it. Um, You know, 1 July to June 30, uh, that's a financial measure and it seems like a really good functional unit of time. But I know a lot of businesses uh, plan across a calendar year and that's okay. I guess at the end of the day, as long as you're doing some planning and setting some goals and thinking about what you want and how you're going to achieve it, it's good. It's somewhat academic about whether it's financial year or calendar year. So what I was saying was every uh, every year I got better and better at planning earlier and earlier and earlier. And by planning earlier and earlier, the results got better and better as well and it became smoother and less stressful and it was something that we looked forward to as a team and, you know, the fear and the panic sort of disappeared because um, I think in the early days I I probably knew I needed to be planning in April and May and confirming all the, all the plans by June for a July start but sometimes that didn't get done and I'd kind of roll into July and August thinking, oh gosh, where's this thing going? And it would just sort of cruise for a bit and then I'd try and do some planning over the summer and then I was sort of six months behind. I don't know if anyone relates, but that wasn't that didn't make me feel good as a business owner when I when I think, well, I knew that at the time. I don't even need to reflect back on it as well. So there's um something to be said for 
getting into the habit of forward planning and forward booking, uh, big planning, big decision, big business decision planning. Um, and even small businesses need big business decision making. And uh, whether or not it's a, it's something that you actually do months months before you uh, actually need to be serving it and and deploying it as such. So, yeah, my experience was I would just leave the planning to the very last minute or I'd just make it up on the fly sometimes. Look, let's be honest, there was no plan. And uh, we were sort of surfing on organic growth, which um, isn't always fun, I must admit. It might be exciting at the time, but boy, oh, boy, you can certainly have a, a bumpy ride on that one. So often planning uh, is left a little too late. And if we're thinking about this summer um, context here in Australia, you might sort of think, I'll do my business planning in January, um, have a bit of a break, get to the end of the year, get through Christmas, have a bit of a break. I'll do my planning in January. I think we all know what happens in January, don't we? January gets a little a little casual. January, January gets a little summery and uh, we get into rest mode deserved rest mode, but we somehow don't quite get the mojo to really get the detailed planning done. Then we hit February and um, all hell breaks loose and you know what, you all know what February's like as all of the routines and rhythms are trying to get back into line and there's some sort of structure in place at all. So uh, yeah, so there's there's a delay in the planning. It can be last minute, it can be a bit unfocused, it can be a little slapdash. The other thing observation I want to bring in here is that sometimes allied health business owners don't plan broadly enough and they don't plan across all of the domains, if you like, uh, all of the accelerators associated with an allied health business. What might happen is that they actually plan in the areas that they like or they plan in the areas that they're good at and that they plan at the areas that are they totally know they need to have a bit of something in place. So you're not going to be surprised when I say that sometimes the numbers and the benchmarks and the targets and the critical drivers for, for team and client and business-based results don't always kind of get done to the same level of detail as perhaps some other um, of the uh, of the elements, the accelerators of allied health business. Sometimes the financial stuff is a little kind of, oh my gosh, that's not me. I don't have a head for numbers. I don't know how to do it. We hear all of that. I know what that's like. I used to be like that. You've heard me speak about this in the past. So not only is planning left a little late, it gets a little summary, gets a little cash, uh, but sometimes it can also be too narrow and it can avoid the very, very necessary number financial-based uh, planning that is really going to help you sleep at night. It, it's when you when you've got a great when you've got great help, um, coaching, bookkeeping, accounting, help with all of that. It's potentially not as uh, difficult as you as you think, and many of our members, uh, and I'm just thinking two or three just this week alone, who've said, "Oh my gosh, if you'd have said that I'd have enjoyed looking at these numbers a year ago, you, I just wouldn't have believed you." But there they are, spreadsheet after spreadsheet, and using our dashboards and all the graphs and all the rest of it. They're kind of geeking out on the numbers, but I digress. So 
late planning, slack planning, summary planning, um, narrow planning are all kind of um, a little bit problematic, but it's all still better than no planning at all. Got to add, got to chip that old gem in. Running a business isn't just about setting up shop and becoming complacent. It's about showing up for ourselves and our clients with a commitment to continuous improvement. We have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and where we're going. That means identifying strengths and weaknesses so we can improve. After all, if we're remaining stagnant, how can we scale and build the business and life of our dreams? That's where the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz comes in. We're not talking horoscopes and pulse hope here. This questionnaire is the perfect starting point for you to begin identifying your strengths, needs, and blind spots as an allied health business owner. The process is simple. Answer the 14 questions and we'll send you a personalized report that includes actionable steps for you to start taking your business to the next level. Ready to take your business into your own hands? Take the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz today. Then I remember, um, I'm going to come back to my statement, but I'm just going to say, I remember writing my first few business plans and you all know how many decades ago this was. And I'd hit print and, you know, by the time I got to the printer at the other end of the building, you know, um, it was kind of falling on the floor. And I remember holding this plan in my hand thinking, oh, my gosh, this is just the answer to all my dreams and whatever else I hatched. But then I actually didn't know how to implement it. And um, I got better and better at that as well. And I got better at better at planning and documenting in a way that was meaningful for me. So then the way now that um, we do our business planning and our um, implementation of projects is wildly different to even the way we did it five years ago. Um, so a great plan is so great that it gets, that it has a life of its own outside of your outside of your head and it's so great that it lives in a place where it's visual and shared it might hit paper it might be on pixel two good options but ultimately it's communicated and understood and served by not just you but by your whole team and it might even be served to an extent by some of your other stakeholders and partners and even even your clients so we don't want a business plan to get dusty you know if you're going to go to all the work to release it from your brain and get it out there. It's got to be in a format that is then uh, transferable to projects or however you like to kind of get stuff done across your teams as well. And do you know what? To really get the chocolate coating on it, it is then about um, kind of figuring out how you can measure the, the way you progress your projects, the way that you can actually measure the progress of the, the deadlines and deliverables, but also the measure the impact that the project has had on the business and how close it came to what you um what you said in the first instance. So there you go. There you go. Now um we're getting, we're here to give you a bit of a hand with this uh, business planning caper. After the last couple of pandemic years, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about that. After the last couple of years, you know, we're, we're very, uh, very much looking forward to navigating, you know, interesting economic and political times. And um, aren't we just incredibly fortunate to be working in allied health and working in allied health within the Australian 
funded context. Um, incredibly, incredibly fortunate. But that doesn't mean you could take any of it for granted. And we know that as business owners, you all work incredibly hard to um, steer your businesses through whatever is thrown uh, is thrown your way. So uh, we have coming up very, very near the date of when you're listening to this podcast, I suspect. We have our December podcast coming up. And uh, you're not going to be surprised at the title. No wild surprises here. Business planning for 2023 brilliance. Because we get how daunting it is. I remember thinking back in the day, oh, my God, I've just got to do this. I've just got to do this. And I'd leave it, leave it, leave it. And so what we want to be able to share with you is a bit of a structure uh, for how to think about your business planning. And you know us. You listen in. I burn your eardrums from time to time. We don't do anything like you know, we don't do anything normal. Uh, we are totally here to be uh, kind of interesting and creative and, and leading the industry here. So our spin on business planning is not what you expect. You are not going to be leaving with a 30-page document and racing to the printer before it falls on the floor like I did back in the day. We're really going to be exploring the edges and the... Um, not just the edges, but the whole concept of business planning. Remember, I spoke about those other accelerators. For those of you that have done a bunch of our masterclasses now, you've seen our beautiful model, our tried and trusted model. We know it works for us. It works for our members. We're going to be looking at um, how to guide you around the nine accelerators for a brilliant business in 2023. We're going to be starting with, actually, you know what? I don't know if we're going to be starting because I don't starting with this topic because I don't have the PowerPoint deck open with me right now. But we will be covering. No need to edit that out, guys. It is what it is. We're going to be covering excellent management, and this is where we can support you to shift from being a fearful manager to a very focused manager. We're going to be having a look at how you dedicate on the business time into your calendars. We're going to have a look at how. You might be wanting to market for results. We're going to speak to how you can lean into your numbers. Use those critical numbers for decisive action. Leadership, totally on the agenda. We're here to support you uh, shift from being a hopeful leader to a heroic one where uh, a whole band of people want to travel with you into the future. We're going to talk about personal development planning because I bet you do a ton of PD planning for your whole team, but what does your document look like? Like I said, we do business planning a little out of the box. We make it super practical. We bring that practical wisdom. So back to the uh, back to the exceptional leadership, shifting you up from hopeful totally to uh, heroic. Your, your personal development planning, assertive team retention. Okay, there's a lot of movement in the industry right now. Boy, oh boy, a lot of uh, a lot of clinicians moving around, um, and so we still need to be so 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 front and center on team retention. So we're going to get some planning time on that, and also how to um, get that positive culture. So positive culture management. Okay, because we want your beautiful team. You work so hard to get them. We want your beautiful team to stay with you for the right reasons for the right amount of time. And then finally, we're going to have a look at 
operational excellence. And that is shifting your business from being quite fragmented and scattered towards being a whole lot more systematic. And um, this has been a key piece of work for us in the last couple of years. And we're very, I must admit, we're very pleased with ourselves. I saw that our systems team had uh, had a ton of wins this week and that was looking pretty sweet um, in our message system a couple of hours ago. So uh, operational excellence, shifting from scattered to systematic. This is where we need to plan for proven client outcomes. You know what I mean by that. We're thinking insurance. We're thinking in funding. We're thinking about how do we prove the remarkable outcomes our clients, your clients achieve with your teams. Scaled systems, okay, systems, oh, my gosh, is just that key from shifting your team from busy to productive. So what sort of planning, future-proofing do we need to do around getting obsessed with scaling your systems? And then lastly, uh, driving strategic improvements. I know none of you listening in today, that could be a, a bit of a generalisation, but I'm very, very confident that none of you listening today actually want to have your business looking and feeling and being the same in 12 months' time, that you're wanting to drive uh, systematic and strategic improvements through your business in a really, really good way so that you're constantly adapting to the environment, constantly adapting to um, opportunities as well. And yes, you're right. You can hear my OT brain sparking, sparking there on that one. So December Masterclass. At this point, it would be so good if I knew the date. There you go, December Masterclass, Tuesday the 6th of December at 7pm Melbourne time, Business Planning for 2023 Brilliance. There's a workbook as well. Geez, we're good to you. There's a workbook as well. And I've got to say, I think for something like this, when we're ranging through a range of practical topics and when I'm posing questions and giving some structure for how you can kind of fast track your planning for 2023. It's probably a good thing to um, download the workbook. So heads up on that one as well. So Tuesday, the 6th of December, our uh, masterclass is Business Planning for 2023 Brilliance with the bonus workbook. You know what we always say, I know a bunch of you get our emails and are in our beautiful, beautiful Facebook group, is that it is so much better to attend live and ticket sales are going super, super strong. So thank you all for that. However, if you get a ticket and if your plans change because it's, you know, ho, ho, ho time, uh, everybody who gets a ticket actually gets access to the replay for free. If you're listening to this podcast after Tuesday the 6th of December, it's a really good chance you'll be able to um, get a ticket for it on the website, www.naker.com.au, because we're offering um, – select masterclasses uh, for um, for replay. And for those of you serial masterclasses, and we love that you show up um, session after session, uh, you will know that um, whilst there is a very, very modest ticket price for our masterclasses, we shift every single dollar of that 
through right throughout to um, support a, a charity or program of choice. So for December, we're, su- we're um, supporting the Peter Mac Cancer Centre here in Melbourne, um, who play a large role uh, in my personal life. And so it is, um, yeah, it's it's wonderful that we can kind of contribute to their incredible work in um, a little way as well. And I guess by you buying that ticket, you do as well. You know, um, it's really important that we leave the world a better place. But what we are focusing on right now is getting you the business planning support that we know you need and you want and um, some really practical wisdom about how you can get this planning totally accelerated for a great 2023. Alrighty, looking forward to seeing you in Masterclass. We'll catch you then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.